Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are flashing back to 2001 for Jean-Pierre Junette's Amelie. But before we get into that, we're going to describe the film in eight words or less. I'm ready to go. And um, mine would be, is Amelie a terrorist? (laughs) What? Um, mine does not compete with that at all, but mine is everyone deserves happiness except hypochondriacs. <laughs> Equally wholesome and unique. Equally or equally? Equally. Let's get into the movie. The elevator pitch for this film is a, uh, I just can't think of the word for it to describe Amelie. A, uh, yeah, but she, but she, <laughs> a f- she's um i'm trying to speak to her like social uh, anti-social a socially awkward, no like um, re- like stunted. socially averse yeah. yes repressed that's oh i like repressed a socially repressed uh french woman who takes up a mystery and while also trying to make everybody's life better around her so she thinks but yeah, the um, I can't talk. Lauren picked this movie for us, so she's going to tell us why mm-hmm. she picked Amelie and tell us her general thoughts on the movie 20 years later, because I'm pretty sure she's seen it before. Yes, I have. And the main reason I picked it, other than it being just a great film all around that a lot of people love, I just have it. It was my goal to get Ben and John to watch all of these Jean-Pierre Jeunet films and hopefully find one that they like. Wait, what did you think of A Very Long Engagement? I don't remember. I think you enjoyed that one. Yeah, I liked it. I gave A Very Long Engagement three stars. I was hoping to get you to really appreciate at least one of these films at some point. I don't know how well I did. We'll find out. But I don't know. I've always really liked this film. I love the quirky whimsy of it. It has one of the best soundtracks of like any film. Like I'll go back and just listen to this on the regular. Like this, Atonement. Um, I don't know what else. Those are very different vibes film-wise, but <laughs> I just always love the carousel feel to this one. And I just really appreciate her as a character. And like, I know a lot of people describe her as a manic pixie dream girl, which, yes, technically she has a lot of those characteristics, but she's not... She's not, not like, a man's she's dream, She's not though. who she is. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's not who she is to fulfill a man's journey, mm-hmm. which is like a crux of that yeah. um, trope or whatever. But she's just, I just love how, even if she doesn't know who she is socially, like she's scared to put herself out there in that way. I do love that she knows who she is as herself and just very confident in the things she does love. And I don't know, it's just so sweet that she's going out of her way to help all these people. And I'm very much appreciative of the fact that maybe only one of the stories doesn't pan out because you could see this being one of those things where it would turn and just be like, yeah, you meddled in places you shouldn't have and everything sucks and turns out you're horrible. But it's not. It's just adorable. (laughs) Unless she murders him after the closing credits. This is true. They could break (laughs) up after this. Who knows? But for now, we get to live in the fantasy. I had also seen this and loved the movie. Um, I, this is probably the fifth or sixth time I've seen this movie, but it had been a while. I had not, I had not logged it on Letterboxd and I did take it down a half star. Um, but I think that was mostly to the end. Like I was kind of, maybe I was just cause I was tired, but I kind of felt like I felt like this before. I hate that she 
I hate that there's like the the, the extra little bit, like at, when at, at, it should have ended at the restaurant. Like, I guess maybe not because I do like her revealing the mystery man to him, but like her like pausing like th- that should have been their final little moment to me. She should have found some way to introduce her to the mystery guy uh, before that. Um, it just felt like, oh, really? We have to go 20 more minutes. But um, not that any of that's bad. So you but... don't want them to end up together? You want her just to fully be in a fantasy world for the rest of her I life? I kind of don't want them to be together at the end. Okay. He's kind of a creeper. Who knows? It could have just been a one night stand. That's and true. Then, then done. And then he mur- she murdered him. Um, the... <laughs> or she could just be like, no, this didn't work out. <laughs> He's kind of creepy. He's a creep. I mean, she's creepy too, though, so it kind of works. Um, I don't think they're creepy. <laughs> he is. He does not know who she is in that tunnel, haunted tunnel thing, and is being very creepy. Oh yeah, no, that is creepy. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> it is his job to be creepy. Yes, in that's that tunnel, true. Though. But I guess he's French. You know, he could have gone a lot farther. Um, <laughs> he's not creepy. He's French. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But um, I still love this movie, though. Uh, Audrey's tattoo tattoo is fantastic. Like this little trilogy of Junette, which all feel of a piece, but I haven't seen his two his previous films before this. Still, um, besides Alien, um, his other French. Oh yeah, I movies. always forget he did Alien. Resurrections. We should clarify, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, this is great. Audrey tattoo might be. One of the most attractive people ever put on screen in this movie. Uh, she's also got great comic <laughs> timing. She, it's just like you see her mm-hmm. in this, and you're just like, how did she only get one American movie really after this? Like, maybe that was her choice. Are you talking about but... the the Jesus rolls? Oh, does she end up in that? She, okay. No, unless she's in that. Uh, I, oh, okay. I mean, I, feel... I thought because of the original re- religious connotation, I thought that was like just another name for Da Vinci Code. And I was so confused. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, that's Big Lebowski sequel or I whatever. I guess the Coco, sh- but that was a French movie. I enjoyed that movie, Coco before Chanel. But yeah, she feels like she should have had a huge, she has so much charisma and screen presence. I, I-, I would kind of like to know, like, I'd love to hear an interview with her now to see like what happened. Um, but She's great here. She's great in very long engagement. Um, and yeah, uh, I, this is still a great, lovely watch. And as as much as I wish, maybe not all fully on board with the happy ending, I, it's still a great movie that is not, there's no big tension in the movie, um, which is great. Ben, anyone? I put this kind of in that same place I'd put uh, my neighbor Totoro. Where it's like a really wholesome story. There's not any like big conflict like Zach said. But. You know it just doesn't. It doesn't hit me quite the way it does other people. Like I enjoyed this movie. But maybe it had been overhyped over the past 20 years. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But I you know. Overall, I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I finally saw it. You got to see this. Best scenes. Lauren, what's your favorite scenes? Oh, shit. I always forget about this category. Um, I don't know. I just love her. Oh, I guess it's a duel because it happens two different times. But I just love her defending um, the neighbor who works at the grocer, like Mm -hmm. little stall or whatever. And just 
completely wreaking yeah, just- havoc in that guy's house. I do feel a little bit bad. <laughs> When he calls up his mom and it's like a psychiatric (laughs) hospital that she put the speed dial to, it's like, I do feel a little bit bad making someone feel crazy because no one wants to feel crazy. But at the same time, it's like, he sucks so much and I just love it. Therefore, therefore, psychological warfare is justified. I think the word terrorism is what you're looking for. He is a French creep. (laughs) Um, He's just such an asshole. And it's like, so yeah, he deserves some of his own medicine. Uh, I think for me that you got to see this and it's weird because, you know, you guys think of me as the prudes of this group, but the, uh, the orgasm montage mm-hmm. was, uh, pretty hysterical. Not gonna oh. lie. 15. <laughs> she just looks at the camera. <laughs> it was that great was... how they, how many iterations did they edit that? Like they probably had all the shots. <laughs> And then, I mean, it ends on the perfect note, though. Like, that little is fantastic. They they probably had, like, a whole lot more. They're like, we need to figure out which 15 we want to (laughs) use. So they just had this, like, even longer montage. Pretty tame, too. I think there's only one exposed boob, maybe. One or two, probably. I think the first 15 minutes, that chunk of the movie that just sets everything up. I know Mm -hmm. it's not one scene, but it just flows, like. Oh, that's it, my favorite it, bit yeah yeah it perfectly sets up this movie and the world you're gonna be in and the character yeah yeah i do love all the character introductions where it's just like introducing the things that um they like and dislike and just such random mm-hmm. things like that her dad hates the disdain he receives for wearing his sandals or whatever yeah <laughs> and he's that... well it's like i i was like you're wearing them with socks man that's on you <laughs> he's a dad that's it's your choice do. And just he had a great look. He did a, the same look all three times, like of this, like mm-hmm. of him being upset. It was really well, well done. And I love the symmetry of the mo- mom and dad both cleaning something. I out. always forget that's how yeah. her mom dies. Just oh kidding. yeah, I forgot that she was dead. <laughs> Oof, not great. Whoever did the gnome posing is also really good. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite the, bits. Like, those are some great Polaroids. Yeah. I don't think, isn't there, there's probably some, do you have some, like, history about, like, that that company? Did they have to pay them for this or something? Was there, I feel like the, who had the traveling gnome guy? And I'm pretty sure they just lifted oh, it from this movie. Oh, I forgot all about that. I don't know. Yeah. But also, my one of my favorite bits was the cat's joy, which was loves listening to children's stories. Oh, yeah, that was good. Does, <laughs> does the, is there a cat that does that in a very long engagement, too? Is there, like, a cat thing? In that movie? Um, or am I just blending a cat them tri- together? A cat lights her floor on fire. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe oh, this yeah. is just from this movie. And oh, I love it no, the every thing, time it the happens. little whimsical pet thing in a very long engagement was just how oh, the, the farting dog. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, props to the cat. Also, I, it's weird and creepy when the guy from the basement gives her the one liner. It's just so random oh, to, yeah. to yell at the guy. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I know. I'm assuming she imagined that person. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> but still weird. <laughs> Let's talk about that ending. Is it bad that the the glass man in Night Shyamalan wants his money back? Is why well, he didn't do it first. Is, yeah, that oh, wait, was, when, was that 1999? Oh, you're right. Maybe he didn't. When they both came out about the same year. 2002, probably, okay. actually. Yeah, and you know, 
that is a made-up concept. No one has glass bones. <laughs> but Mass does effect it once suck it's back, or the other way around? That <laughs> he is like the motivating factor for her to finally go out the door. Um, I don't. I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was adorably charming that he was the one yeah. to just be like, "Don't waste your life away. Live it to your fullest." And because you yeah, don't want to be stuck I, inside all your life like I am, painting the same painting I every guess year. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah different paintings no it's the same painting well the same painting as in he's recreating the same painting numerous Got times it. i mean it just it just feels like a little bit of like i wish amelie would have found some way to kick her in the butt but i guess if that would have happened herself in the butt but if if that could have happened it would have happened by yeah now, no i mean think, the so. whole concept of the film is her helping out other people so it makes sense that at some point yeah, someone would help true. her out great i love the defense do we think these two should be together? Um, I would like to see them like a week out, see how things are going. Yeah, it's kind of tough to say after like, you know, one encounter, really. Mm. Okay. Performance piece. Um, I don't want Flora Giat to get lost in the shuffle. This is her only role as young Amelie. And she is incredible. And the oh shot of her... her being terrified oh, yeah. that With she caused all of the, yeah. act, the the crashes is like incredible. Oh, yeah, that I was such a great like, scene. I... Her messing with the like the football match. I saw her. Yeah, <laughs> I put I put that down in my notes. That was the first thing I wrote down. Is her face when she's in that chair is <laughs> priceless. I already shouted. Uh, what was it? How do we say her last name? Um, Tautu. Is that what it was? Tautu, Audrey Tautu. Um, who is, I, I can't sing her praises enough, um, but everyone else is really good. But nobody, um, what is the artist's name? Is he Raphael? Um, let's see. No, that's the dad. Good. My favorite bit with the neighbor guy is when he's correcting her on the last name. But how did he know? I guess we find out later he's like watching her. So he might have found out the name of the person she was looking for that way. But I don't he was also know. great. Dominic Pinone is a fantastic asshole as the jealous bar person. God, I and hate Georgette. that character so much. I remember I know, the first time I saw really this movie, good. I'm pretty sure I was probably like... Yeah, I want them to find happiness in that, uh, the, like him and that other woman or whatever. But then it's like, no, mm-hmm. screw that, dude. He sucks. The sexual chemistry building up to the the, the bathroom sex scene is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, little sequence in the movie, though. All uh, of, but it. the fact that nothing came crashing down off of those shelves yeah. makes no sense because they were totally about to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked performance prize wise. I really liked uh, Jamel Dib. I don't know how you say his name, but he was the um, grocer's son. Son? Yeah, the younger one of the two. He, they're related? I thought they were. Yeah, didn't he say it was his son? Uh, I think they just worked together. I thought he was just an employee. Yeah. I thought they were related. That would have been really terrible then if Amelie yeah. was going into her his house as well and terrorizing him. Well, I mean, they don't have to live in the same place. Yeah, I guess so. But, like, he would say certain things about, like, stuff he would catch him well, they, doing and, like, all this stuff. It's, like, I feel like that feels way too familiar to... I don't know. I guess they don't have to be. Let me see if I can find the dad or the other guy's name. I feel like they are not. And I just they, assumed they were. That makes it so much worse somehow. 
Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it just makes his character even worse. That he's not just an asshole older brother or whatever. Dad. Any other performances people want to shout out? You know, I think the goldfish deserves a performance prize. Now that you mentioned yeah, I was going to say, he did a really good job making me think he certainly wanted to die. Why did he stare so into their face? He looked at them for so long. They gave him what he wanted. Or is now no, no. way? Is there no way to kill himself? I was going to say, he wanted death. He didn't want freedom. <laughs> I mean, no, I guess he death wanted is the death ultimate because freedom. he didn't have freedom. Um, I don't know. It's, I just felt so bad because it was like the goldfish was our only friend, so we got rid of it. <laughs> her her best friend did not want to be her best friend. That that's another great scene in like writing and the narration when you figure out the heart murmur thing is a great. Just a brilliant yeah. piece of writing and joke. and Yeah, the part where she just gets so excited that her dad touches her. No, that sounds mm. gross. But <laughs> her heart flutters. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so sweet and so sad. <laughs> Repeat after me. Any favorite lines? My favorite line is the cat enjoys watching children, listening to children's books. She likes athletes who cry with disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine was. And or no, you can say your second one. Sorry. The other one is the homeless man at the at the train oh, yeah. station refusing money. No thanks, ma'am. I never work Sundays. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> mine was the fool looks at the finger that points at the sky. Oh, I love the little videos she would make for her neighbor. Just tangent. But it's like those oh, yeah. are so sweet too. And it was it's like the opposite of the ring video. Brings <laughs> you happiness for the next seven days. Yeah. Yeah. Extend your <laughs> life. That place, the carousel scene where she she. She dupes him to go up to the top of that. It's a church, I think. Um, I that was when I I visited there. And it, that place was so packed with people. Um, I was shocked how they it looked so empty. <laughs> uh, rewatching it, okay. Uh, but wise, any but wise. I mean, if you're butt whying this movie, there's no way you enjoyed it because you could butt why everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it sounds like most of us gave ourselves over to the film, which is what you should do it's not really a but why but a question so it could be a but why sure. but why did that guy do this would any of you actually pick up a ringing phone in the pub in a public place or have you seen photo booth or photo booth phone booth yeah phone i've booth. seen phone booth yeah, i was like nah, i know where this is going <laughs> just suddenly no this turns into like a murder no, thank you. i mean zach wanted it to go that way so hey i didn't want it to go that way it's just the way it's i'm going. just being realistic <laughs> <laughs> checks in with amy you good (laughs) expert opinions uh there's a dead dog in this movie is there any other animals wait there was a dead oh yeah that's right (laughs) he's just looking up at the oh i got a good but why uh but why why was this woman so in love with this man who knows like she had every reason to hate him i get that's like a thing but like that also felt very french the people that don't deserve it But, like, why I would have, like, if I was Amelie, I would have tried to ruin her image of this guy, not, like, give her peace of mind. Of, I don't know. But I feel like that might backfire as well because it's like, yeah. you wasted so many years of your life just thinking about this dude. I'm going to point that out. Maybe she could be um, the next person that she tries to set up that creep with. This is more a cat movie. Um, jumping back to Doggo Download. And also a animals imaginary animals come to life movie mm-hmm. um which is great and that they did a great job with the the style 
mm-hmm. on the effects with those. Yeah, like I love they, the, they, um, they, they still look really good. What was it? Just like a super fat crocodile or something that she was yeah. taking the yeah. heartbeat of? <laughs> oh, yeah. And she, yeah, shakes her head. And again, mm-hmm. that girl. So good. How'd she not get more work? She could be Someone, the French They blackballed these anomalies. Uh, E.T. watch. I don't think there's any E.T. No, propaganda in here. Ben, you ever seen a meme from this movie beforehand? Nope. No? I feel like there's some interesting visuals, but I feel like this kind of doesn't fall in. Uh, this movie isn't um, in the meme movement, I imagine. It is, a rotation. It is not. <laughs> uh, the book was much better than the movie. I don't think this was based on a book, correct? Uh, not that I know of. But it is very novelistic, all the same, um, with the voiceover described giving interior thoughts and side tangents and stuff, which is excellent. Um, it works much better than it does in a lot of other things. Who needs awards? Oh, I didn't look this up. I believe it was nominated for a few. While you're looking that up, what does scurf mean? Scurf? Yeah, that one line was like, without you, today's emotions would be the scurf of yesterday's. What is scurf? No idea. I'll look it up. Uh, this was nominated for five Academy Awards Dude. in the year 2022. Does anyone want to care to guess what they were? Wait. Scurf is the scales or small shreds of epidermis that are continually exfoliated from the skin. <laughs> Got it. Sounds pretty gross. Any guesses for what this was nominated for at um, one zero? Score? Uh, best, yeah. Uh, negative. What? Uh, costume, costuming. I forget what the actual was. Nope. Fuck. Um, Best form feature. It was. It did not win. What? That should have been a gimme. Um. Yeah, that took me me way too long to get that. Or the No Man's Land, a Bosnian. How did that happen? Amelie had five Academy Award nominations and didn't win Best Foreign Film. Wild. Um, it lost to a war documentary or a film about a Bosnian conflict. The conflict in Bosnia, I should say. Sorry, I got distracted. Art direction. Oh. Writing. Yeah. Cinematography and sound. I wonder so if the score... So basically, like, everything that goes into making... <laughs> <laughs> How did we not guess any of those? This movie looked good. It sounded good. The acting was good. This is yeah, this is a weird year like for the director branch if I remember correctly. They nominated Ridley Scott but and M- David Lynch as we've talked about Lynch already, but their films weren't nominated for best picture. So Jeanette probably was just sitting on the outside here, but I I, I would have if he got nominated I would have not been surprised and I probably might have been nominated in the current landscape of the uh Academy where they're going for more foreign film directors in the director's branch to infinity wait upgradables any casting rumors found out there by anybody? i forgot to look up trivia do what, what are we i'm are we still team amelie or team very long engagement you can be both um i love both but a very long engagement is my favorite of his films his fifth most popular on Letterboxd. I gave them both. I think I took them both down to four and a half stars after the recent Here, an upgradable so casting Lauren- would have been someone who knows how to skip so- stones because Audrey Tautou does not. <laughs> she did a good job. What are you it's talking CGI. about? It's CGI. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, don't remember. They did her. a good job of not making it perfect, though. Um, that explains how well. I was wondering that. There was one where, like, 
uh, she was throwing right-handed and it came back across like the front of the camera. I was like, that was done really well. And now I know how. <laughs> the magic <laughs> is gone. <laughs> uh, one star. Um, other recommendations. I mean, I think people do, like John was saying, lump this movie in with the Wes Anderson-y vibe of that era. I don't quite see it. I I do. I could I could see that. I I don't think like the it's weird. It's like they have a similar vibe, but I wouldn't say they feel the same. Like they have a like a, a like a the way they move if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm an Amelie and Jojo Rabbit person. I am not a Wes Anderson person. <laughs> Would you uh, compare Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit to, to this? that? It just makes me think of Moonrise Kingdom. Mhm. But just like surface level, I don't remember them being that similar. I don't actually remember Moonrise Kingdom that well. Uh, just rewatched it recently. Great movie. Um, to Infinity Beyond, Lasting Impact. I'm. I don't know. I feel like this for our age group. Mm-hmm. The wide it. This was a pretty big deal for anybody that was. Yeah. That saw it in the early 2000s. I know children I feel like. who have been named after Amelie. So. But. I also feel like there isn't much of a cultural footprint for this movie anymore. That said, it feels like one of those movies that, you know, uh, the letterbox community is going to go back and yeah. always kind I mean, of... What was it on Letterbox? It's like 4 or 4.1? 4. 4. Yeah, it's 1. high. It's yeah. very high. It is... Is it in the top 250 on... They don't make these things. I easy, mean, guys. it's no he's all that, but... I was going <laughs> to say, it's no he's Mortal Kombat, but, you know. Oh, he's all that has a 1.4. It's like the reverse oh, of Amelie. Yeah, looking at it right now, my <laughs> God. I was debating watching it just because I loved She's All That when that first came out. But I was like, mm, this has a, Kard- a Kardashian I, in it. I'm every, time, every time I see it, I just think, man, I should I should go back and watch um, uh, Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> I, t- I started watching that the other night, like late one night, and I had to turn it off. It was that bad. It was just like oh, I, I was, love that movie. I was just like I, I can't, I can't do this. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was so. I mean, it was just like I, I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna waste eighty minutes of my life watching. I mean, this. at least it gave us that America's ass gif of um, <laughs> him checking himself out. Chris, Chris <laughs> Evans with the the churro. What was it a churro? Is that what? I, no, was it a churro? Didn't he have like whipped cream or something in his yeah. butt? Oh. oh, in his butt. There's yeah, a churro I'm pretty involved. sure. I think there was something sticking out of it. I'm pretty sure, or maybe I'm just confusing it with uh, the the celery. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. MacGruber. Oh my god. When's that coming out? That should what be coming out. What is that show? Soon. When are we getting that? I remember telling. I remember like talking to a coworker about that movie. He's like, "Is MacGruber that good?" And I'm like, "I just gave him like the the villain's origin story mm-hmm. and that background." Mm-hmm. He's like. Okay, that sounds amazing. I need to watch this movie now. That's going to be my hot take. I did not like MacGruber. I need to give <gasps> it a second chance. I think my brother and I were one of like the 30 people that actually saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> and that's, like, that's barely an a barely an underestimate, I think. that's uh, it, was, it was one of the worst opening movies of all time um, on the number of screens it was on. But we laughed our asses off in the theater watching it. Um, I feel like I watched okay. it with my parents. No, that was your mis- first mistake. Um, <laughs> That's definitely not the way to Kristen do it. Kristen Wiig is really great in that movie, though. 
everyone's yeah. dude. I mean, everyone's Brian great, but like out of nowhere is like great comedic chop, chops, chops. Bonus rounds. No Fran Crans or Cliff Curtis in this movie. Uh, Lauren didn't look up trivia. I mean, slacking. I gave us the one about the skipping rocks. <laughs> Okay, good. You, you came in at the last, <laughs> the last eleventh hour. Yeah. Uh, one last pitch, Lauren. Um, as Zach has said that it doesn't really necessarily have a, a foothold these days. I think we should change that. Everyone go or everyone go watch this. It's a very charming romantic comedy. Um, we need to. I know there's a bunch of creepy fringe people in it, as Zach likes to say. But you know, we just bear with it, and you can make it through. Um, they're just french people the creepy is implied (laughs) yes and um yeah an apology to uh, to everyone who is very hurt by the princess die death um that plays a huge part in this movie i completely (laughs) forgot about yeah watch it that was a good little misdirect though Um, yeah i loved it so much because it was like uh something super impactful happened to her that night and like princess die dies on the tv mm-hmm. and she turns that off and like sees something on the floor <laughs> it's like that's we should great. get credit to the guy the guy the guy is really good when she gives him the box um <laughs> i don't remember she his gives name him the box <laughs> <laughs> dominique i gotta Bretto i gotta say du. when she was when she was when she found that box i was like oh shit is this gonna be v for vendetta <laughs> natalie portman's corpse is behind again. the wall um <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's not how. What? No, no, I'm just I'm saying. Like, you, no one saved like, her. This does not sound one. like the movie I remember at all. <laughs> they took too long to find her. Next week, we will be watching James Wan's *Malignant*. I think he also wrote it. Sure, must have wrote James it. Wan, Ingrid Bisou, yes. and Akella Cooper. This is his little pivot from. I guess he did *Conjuring* too. They needed. Aquaman. Aquaman, and then this, and then he's Aquaman. doing more Aquaman. Ooh. You bite your tongue. Um, <laughs> that movie sucks. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, go watch that. It's on HBO this weekend. Might not be when this podcast comes out, but it'll be back eventually. But yeah, Malignant, uh, go see it. <laughs> and until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review the podcast. Apparently it does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on uh, Letterboxd and Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Road. And I'm Lauren Heimo. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Malignant. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.